0: You, what you waiting for Lauren birthday girl Lauren listener Lauren gas family member Lauren says thanks yes. for the heads up about her getting her gift I'm wandering around Vegas with my headphones in So we're going to have to pull up some Be Our Guest. That was Uh, her birthday request for Gary to sing Be Our Guest from, of course, Disney's Beauty and the Beast. So we will bring that to you in moments. Hey, listen to this. I can't
1: wait. (laughs) Listen
0: to this. Yeah, Uh, David and Louise Turpins, of course, Turpin, they are in prison or jail, I guess I should say, awaiting their life in prison, uh, abusing those 13 kids. It looks like... A couple cars were stolen from their home. Two different suspects took a ride in the family vehicles this week. Do you think it was reporters or do you think it was criminals?
1: (laughs) Reporters.
0: Look what we found in the Turpin's vehicles exclusive in Touch Weekly.
1: Oh, I didn't think about that. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a Volkswagen with some
0: great low-end torque. Notice the scratching on the sides. Was oh. this where the children tried to claw out?
1: The second vehicle has not been located. They did find one. The, uh, the male adult was accused of taking off in it. The second vehicle, vehicle, they say, has not been located. The investigation is still
0: on. I'm kind of glad we haven't heard much about those kids um, because they need time. They need a lot of time. All right. Hey, what else is going
2: on? Time for What's happening? What's
0: The FBI is terrible. More proof today. FBI got a report last month that the suspect in the Florida school shooting had a desire to kill, had the access to guns, and could be plotting an attack. But the FBI failed to investigate the tip. This is not from a source. This is coming from the FBI. They're admitting now that they were tipped off not once but twice to this kid, and they failed to do anything.
1: This is a a frustrating thing. Friday, or we, We talked earlier about how back in September... They had a comment in an online vlogger, a YouTube vlogger. There was a comment that said, I'm a professional or I'm going to be a professional school shooter. Uh, And the screen name was the actual name of the shooter. I mean, he didn't even try to hide himself. And then last month, a person close to to, to this guy called the FBI's tip line and provided information about his weapons, his erratic behavior, his disturbing social media posts and a concern, at least on behalf of the caller, a very specific concern that he was going to attack a school.
0: The FBI director for Christopher Wray says the agency is still reviewing its missteps, that he is committed to getting to the bottom of what happened. Yeah, no crap. We need a blow by blow of how the hell this went wrong and heads need to roll and the protocol needs to be changed.
1: And they need to find out where that tip ended up, on whose desk, why it's stuck in the bottom of papers. That person needs to be fired. And Florida Governor Rick Scott today is now calling for the head of the FBI to resign as a result of yeah. all of this.
0: Oh, absolutely. This should go straight to the top. Seems like there, there's a big problem with the FBI and the way they do things.
1: Um, there has been a meme going around that there have been 18 school shootings already this year. And it's, it's not exactly correct. A gun control advocacy group called Every Town for Gun Safety, which, if I'm not mistaken, was born out of the Sandy Hook shooting, Sandy Hook shootings, um, has been had put out a statement after the shooting in Florida that said that there have been 18 school shootings in 45 days. And it's not as simple as that. First of all, when you and I think about school shootings, we think about what happened on Wednesday. We think about somebody going in with a weapon and taking out their anger, whatever it is, and having multiple casualties. And that's not the way they classify what would be a school shooting.
0: They classify a shooting on school grounds or near school grounds by anybody, even if it's a suicide.
1: And if it's an accident. Yes. So, for example, January 3rd, there's a a 31-year-old veteran who suffers from PTSD and shoots himself in a school parking lot. They referred to that as a school shooting. It's, It's not the... It's not the same way we would think about that. In fact, my daughter was the first one to tell me that statistic a couple of days ago, and it didn't sound right. because
0: We don't remember. We've been sitting here. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you and I have not done 18 school shooting things. Not to say that it's not. I don't feel good about anybody with a weapon on my kid's school campus. I I don't like that idea. You don't
0: want bullets getting anywhere close to her.
1: But it's not as simple as saying that there have been 18 school shootings in the United States. All
0: right. Big news coming out of the Justice Department today. And we're going to dig deeper into this in a little more than an hour. 13 Russians and three Russian companies have been charged with an elaborate plot to interfere with the presidential election in 2016 by using social media propaganda aimed at helping candidate Trump at the time and harming the prospects of Hillary Clinton. The indictment was brought by the Office of Special counsel Robert Mueller. It represents the most direct allegation to date of illegal Russian meddling. It says that the Russians created bogus internet postings, that they posted online as American political activists, and that they fraudulently purchased advertisements.
1: They said that the, uh, the strategic goal on behalf of the Russians was to sow discord. And that included supporting Trump's campaign while supposedly disparaging uh, Hillary Clinton. And that they communicated with unwitting individuals associated with the Trump campaign and other political activists to coordinate some of these activities. It
0: seems like the Russians just outsmarted us.
1: Uh, That's what it seems like. Yeah, and again, we'll have more information with that uh, when we get into Swamp Watch. Uh, Laura Ingram is, for some reason, picking a fight with uh, LeBron James and... Kevin Durant, Kerry Champion, Kevin James, uh, sorry, LeBron James, Kevin James, LeBron James. (laughs) I got Kevin Durant. Uh, LeBron James owns something called Uninterrupted, uh, which is a a media platform that he has. A lot of sports celebrities, et cetera, can post information on Uninterrupted. Now, he posted a video that was anti-President Trump saying that, trump doesn't understand the people he really don't give an f about the people. Kevin Durant says our team as a country is not ran by a great coach, so Laura Ingram says, why do they have to run their mouths like that? Well, why do you have to give them publicity if you don't like their you don't like their rantings? It didn't make any sense, and part of what they were arguing these athletes were arguing in their video was we even if we may be. Big social figures were not our, our opinions aren't counted because of our skin color. So then she goes and just disparages them, uh, which kind of, in a way, proved their point. And she said something like, "Why would I? Uh, why would I take political advice from someone who gets paid a hundred million dollars a year to bounce a ball?" Believe me, Laura. Wow. Listen, you may be a smart person, but you completely misunderstand the social impact that a guy like LeBron James could have. If he got into politics.
0: And it's his own media platform. she got say a, whatever the hell he wants. She
1: got a bunch of stuff wrong. She called it an, an ESPN podcast. It's not a podcast, no. and it wasn't on ESPN.
0: Uh, happy Chinese New Year, Gung Hei Fat Choi. It is year of the dog.
1: Is that why you're wearing a pencil in your head?
0: Yes, it's a chopstick.
1: You can't say that. Sure, I can. Well, then how come when I said chopstick earlier, you accused me of racial insensitivity?
0: Because I felt like you were being racially insensitive.
1: Because I said it's a chopstick.
0: You said chopstick head over there is what you said.
1: You are so sensitive.
0: There's going to be a lot of parades. There's great parades in Chinatown and San Francisco, probably here in Los Angeles. Year of the? Dog. Oh. Um. I remember as a kid only knowing what Chinese New Year was because I went to school in San Francisco. Yes. And uh, we would celebrate the new year with the little red on.
1: I feel like we can stop talking about Melania and whether or not she's walking with the president. Can we can we finally oh, do this I now? I
0: haven't seen that uh, latest stuff. There's been the
1: latest allegations about uh, another affair. And for people who are like, oh, my God, grab your pearls. Come on. CNN's got a big thing that that the first lady did not walk with the president when he crossed the South Lawn to get onto Marine One to go to Joint Base Andrews to fly to Florida.
0: Because the uh, new report is a. Former Playboy playmate who says she had a consensual affair with the president. Listen, I don't think anybody thought they were electing uh, Mitt Romney. You know what I mean? Good. This was a guy who very Good publicly choice. cheated on his first wife with his second. And this is. There was never in question that this guy didn't uh, dilly dally outside his marriage. So let's not uh, let's put away the vapors now.
1: <laughs> put put away the vapors. The the Olympics continue. I haven't checked the medal count lately, but uh, the Olympics continue and uh, outside of the medals in the competition and the Michaela Schifrin and the uh, and the um, uh, Nathan Chen and all of that stuff
0: is the norovirus. Oh,
1: boy. Nobody likes to ski down the hill
0: mm. when they however, are wearing white.
1: However, yes. I would say the Swiss skiers... The two skiers who do have norovirus, if they were in the you know the speed the timed events like oh, the oh they get or the down slalom, that hill so
0: quick imagine they, they would fly down that hill. But, That's insane the jumps that they do the jumps in that downhill skiing that are like half the size of a football field. I don't. Would they get it. air?
1: Well, the, the, the these are freestyle skiers, so they're the ones who are doing the biggest jumps. All right. That I probably would not want to have urgency of a certain kind while you're doing downhill skiing yes and you just ski right through that little staging area straight into that portage john that they and got you gotta, right there uh, yeah,
0: how long does it take to get that lycra off you you know what i mean you i don't unzip. think there's a
1: you know you, you just you
0: just mm, all right nathan all
1: right. chen is out well oscar, i mean he's not out
0: oscar is so pissed off about this
1: Nathan Chen um, <laughs> followed Adam Rippon and Vincent Zhu, Ch- Joe, Joe, And Nathan Chen trains right here in Southern California, gets up there after what was a disappointing showing in the team event, and then had another disappointing in his Oscar. Yeah, individual kind of short program. It's sad.
3: And you could totally tell that he's just caught up in the whole grandeur of the Olympics. You know, even when they talk to him after he's saying, you know, I gotta hone in more, I gotta concentrate more. Uh I think he's just total rookie mode and just kind of, you know, messing up everywhere. Which
1: Which did you find most disappointing? Was it the the fall on the opening quad flip or the step out on the quad toe to triple axle?
3: I'm gonna say it's the first one, okay. the uh quadruple LETs, only because usually the big or the first uh jump is usually the biggest one. You gotta start off strong, you get momentum, and then he kind of failed and then I I mean I think after that he probably is a little demoralized himself and uh, then can't keep it going.
1: Yuzuru Hanyu was the kid from Japan who I think won the gold medal last time when he skated and they flooded the the ice with the Winnie the Poohs. <laughs> I didn't get it.
0: Okay,
3: more That's of, a thing. More and Adam Rippon real quick, just Adam Rippon is doing amazing. He's doing great. His just degree of difficulty in his routines aren't as high as some of the other guys, so he's just has no hopes of winning anything. But he's doing great.
0: All right, we'll go back to the Olympic desk with Oscar Ramirez coming up on Monday. <laughs> In the meantime, yeah, it's Lauren's birthday. She had one request for her birthday, and it's for you, Gary Hoffman, to sing Beauty, very well. or, uh, the Beauty and the Beast. Be our guest.
1: I Lauren. But I don't know this one very well. Happy birthday. So I feel like I need to have like a disclaimer. And here we go. Uh, I'll guest. Be our
4: guest, put our service to the, service to the test. test. Tie, Tie your, your napkin round your, your neck, neck sherry, and, and we provide the rest. Soup, is this okay? Keep going. Oh.
2: Why, we Only
4: live to serve. Try the gray stuff, it's delicious. Don't, don't believe, believe me? Ask the dishes. Can they can sing, sing, they can dance. After all, Mr. is France, and the dinner here is never second best. Go on, unfold oh, your men. You take a glance and then you You'll be our guest. guest. We are guests. Be our guests. Right. Really really
0: yeah, keep going.
3: Chen <sighs> is swaying in her chair. Anyway I now. <laughs> I love Disney,
4: too. I am putting on from me. <laughs> we'll prepare and serve with flair a culinary cabaret. <laughs>
1: Because he's French. <laughs> he's French. Uh, no one's
4: gloomy or complaining while the flat flatware's entertaining. We tell jokes, I do tricks with my fellow candlesticks. And it's all in perfect taste that you can bear. Lift your glass, you've won your own free pass. Be our guest, be our guest. Oh, be, be, be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. It sounded like Bruno
0: at <laughs> the end there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bruno Serrano. Yeah. All right. Swamp Watch. A lot of D.C. stuff we're going to get into. And we're going to start with Aaron Kotursky, These indictments against Russians for meddling in our election. Coming up next. Gary and Shannon will continue. Amy King, be our guest. Wouldn't you think I'm a girl? A girl, a girl who, who has, has
4: every... every Drain the swamp. We're going to drain the swamp of Washington. We're going to have fun doing it.
2: We're all doing it together.
0: Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. It is Friday, so we will be having Mo on the movies join us coming after 1 o'clock. Also an update live from Florida with Monica Ricks as well. FBI on the hot seat today. People calling for Christopher Ray to step down because of the FBI being tipped off not once but twice to the shooter in Florida. Looks like even if some protocol was followed, that protocol should be changed. But right now, we want to get caught up on the other major story of the day. Indictment of 13 Russians, three Russian companies for meddling in the election. The president responding this hour as well. Aaron Katursky has been on it.
1: Aaron, what's going on with this indictment?
2: Well, over three dozen pages, the special counsel, Robert Mueller, outlines what the Russians did in order to manipulate the 2016 presidential election. It has long been the conclusion of the intelligence community in this country that the Russians did interfere. And now the indictment represents the first accounting, full accounting, of of how. And they did it, uh, according to the special counsel with thirteen russians and three russian entities manipulating social media uh... staging political rallies and generally fooling americans uh... into thinking that they were these politically and socially active uh... american citizens when in fact they were just you know russians uh... posing and and stoking anger stoking outrage uh, stoking fear Trying to sow discord in the political system, mistrust of political candidates, and doing it, the indictment says, to favor the Trump campaign, to disparage the Clinton campaign, although any contact with the uh, Trump associates. The uh, indictment made clear was unwitting.
0: I've always wondered what the end game was for the Russians. I always thought that they were involved, but if there was collusion, I don't know. But what would be the end game? Is does it go back to Putin's fight with Clinton from so many years ago when no. she was Secretary of State?
2: Well, the the indictment doesn't say that, and, right. I, and I think what it does make clear are two things. One, there was clearly a preference. Uh, not may, the way I read it is not to so much put Trump in, but to keep Clinton out. Right. Um, and, and, and that, again, is not an overt conclusion of the indictment. That's just how it reads. But there, there clearly was a preference um, for Trump over Clinton. But I think more broadly, because the, the activities continued beyond the election. And, in fact, there, there's one allegation that the, these Russians were staging rallies in opposition to uh, President Trump's ascendancy to the office uh, that the, the Russians are just interested in sowing this discord, in making Americans mistrust or, or, or even fear their own system of government. And that has been a goal dating back to Soviet days.
1: One of the, uh, one of the people that is close to um, – close is probably not the right word – but one of the people associated with the Trump campaign was somebody running, I guess, a website. And the Russians had reached out to that uh, as of yet unnamed official – I wonder, does, does the indictment point out that that person may have also not realized that they were dealing with Russians like these more than 100 other U.S. citizens?
2: The, the deputy attorney general, Rod Rosenstein, said today that um, no Americans were, were witting or knowing participants in this Russian scheme. So the Russians would hide their identity conceal their ties, conceal their origin, pose as Americans, and, and, you know, the Americans, whoever they worked for, were duped. Now, this does not necessarily mean there was no collusion or obstruction or or anything else, um, even though President Trump on Twitter is taking it that way. Uh, What I think this indictment really is, is the the, the full-scale understanding of what the Russians did and and there are other aspects of the investigation that are ongoing.
0: What's next?
2: Don't know. There's uh, you know, talk of of plea deals for Rick Gates and Paul Manafort. There are uh, other interviews that have been ongoing. We know that Steve Bannon talked to the special counsel, uh, and 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 other, you know, names around the Trump orbit have, are still being interviewed. So even as this indictment is returned, uh, the, the investigation is is well ongoing.
0: And uh, the, the president's reaction again, it, that was just on Twitter, and what, what was that?
2: Uh, on Twitter, the president said that um, the Russian campaign began in 2014, long before I announced I would run for president. The results of the election were not impacted. The Trump campaign did nothing wrong. No collusion.
1: So is, is that a change of tune? Because for a long time, he had said the Russians had nothing to do with the election.
2: It it, it certainly – and and perhaps out of convenience more than anything else – does seem to acknowledge the tweet that there was Russian interference, and I don't think he's going to argue with the indictment, um, where he has had a history of public statements against being sure of what the intelligence community has concluded. Now that uh, he sees some vindication in this indictment today, uh, perhaps he's willing to acknowledge this Russian campaign and 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 take the results for what for what they are.
1: All right, Aaron, thank you. OK, Aaron Kotursky there with the latest on these uh, these indictments against special counsel Robert Mueller indicted 13 Russian nationals and the Russian Internet Research Agency agency. So um, among a couple of other uh, entities as well. When we come back a little bit more about what's going on in Washington, DC, including um there's some discussion about all access passes, security clearances, et cetera, within the White House. Yeah, and I was
0: fascinated by that.
1: The the one with uh, with Melania's Melania. right hand gap. Right. an interesting story. We'll talk about that when we come back to Gary and Shannon. Jerry he oh, Shannon. Like like Next hour, we're going to get back into the story out of Florida. Today was the uh, first funeral for one of the victims of the high school shooting from Wednesday. It was a 14-year-old girl who was laid to rest today. Uh, and we've got some news uh, out of South Florida as well. Monica Ricks is going to join us in the 1 o'clock hour. We're also going to talk with uh, Jim Ryan about how the FBI handled this. There are now calls, at the very least from Governor Rick Scott of Florida, for Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, to resign as a result of what appears to be the FBI completely bungling any investigation or not even opening an investigation into this gunman, even though he had been on their radar. And there were at least two reports and possibly more uh, about this suspect so.
0: It looks like a former Vogue event planner, a New York socialite has worked her way into the West Wing and it's not going over well with all the people in their drab black boxy blazers.
1: I think this is probably this probably happens in every single White House and I think this one is under more scrutiny than others and this is why we know this but Do
0: you think so because I think oh, a yeah. lot of first couples, uh, they go the Washington route. They don't go through the the society lifestyle the way the Trumps have gone through. They, this used to be their lifestyle, events and fundraisers and Hobnobbery—that's what they did. I mean, they're big money business New York people. Obnobbery. You don't think that the Clintons came in with uh, a former Vogue editor having run of the run of the West Wing? No,
1: it's somebody from the Arkansas I mean, people, Little Rock Chamber of Commerce.
0: People who worked their way up into the West Wing have dealt with a lot of D.C. baloney, and it hasn't all been glamorous. So to see somebody waltzing in and and running the place. Without going through the proper DC protocol, mm. not going to go over well. It's like in Legally Blonde.
1: We always come back to Reese Witherspoon movies. We do. Melania Trump's friend and special advisor Stephanie Winston Walcoff uh, has enjoyed a unique setup over the last year. She's she's officially, according to the government, she's officially considered a contracted volunteer. And she has a government-issued phone, government-issued computer, uh, computer, as well as a badge, a blue badge, that grants her total access all over the West Wing. And she lives in New York City.
0: She pops into the White House only every few weeks. Her job on paper is to consult with the First Lady on her initiatives. But people in the White House are saying, mm, I don't know.
1: There's a, If there's she's a weird... dedicated
0: to this White House First Lady initiative work, why is she living in New York City and then just coming to the White House, coming and going as she pleases?
1: Well, there's an allegation that she's doing this for money purposes. Uh, the New York Times res- reported yesterday that the inaugural p- committee paid $26 million to an event planning firm founded by Stephanie Winston Walcoff, and that she personally... Took in uh, 1.6 million from the committee that was supposed to be donated. Any of the, that said it would donate any of the remaining funds to um, to charity. So uh, the the first lady spokeswoman says that she has no involvement with the inaugural committee. That that Melania Trump doesn't have any involvement with the inaugural committee. No knowledge of how the funds were spent. Which I would totally expect that would be the case. The question is whether or not this is enough for Melania Trump to cut all ties with her friend and special advisor, Stephanie Winston Walkoff.
0: I think I know what you're talking about when you say that this happens in every White House. I'm sure every White House, every first lady has a friend or somebody, a confidant or, or somebody who's outside of the political spectrum that comes into the West Wing and enjoys free reign for whatever, you know, whatever you want to say. Um, it's just usually not somebody that's this high profile. Yes. And socialite-y.
1: Right, and it's 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 one of those um, – it's just a friend. I mean I, that's yeah. kind of the, the impression I get is that they gave jobs to their friends, as did the Obamas, as did the Bushes, as did the Clintons in perpetuity. Yeah, You know the right people, you're going to get a job in the White House. And in this case, she's not paid a government salary. It's not like we are paying for her to be there. It's just a little bit um, – you got to look at it sideways when you look at the access that she has available to her. Right. And whether that, that – I have no idea if that allegation of her pocketing money that was designed to originally go to charity or or could have gone to charity. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things you can't really put your finger on, and that's quite an allegation for them to lay down. But um, there was another story also about the Senate still not working through any sort of immigration plan. They have yet to figure out if there's going to be a uh, a way to save – the uh, the dreamers the, the daca plan is ex- set to expire on march 5th and uh the senate has yet to make any headway on coming up with a plan to reform immigration and address what's going on with the deferred action for childhood arrivals
0: coming up next attorney general jeff sessions has ordered a review now into how the justice department and the fbi responded To those two reports of potential violence, those two tips that the FBI received about the shooter in Parkland, Florida, before it happened. One in January, another from another source the following year. How more than 30 police trips to the house never rose to the level of the FBI checking on a couple tips saying this guy was armed and ready to do a lot of damage at a school campus.
1: Great. Gary and Shannon, we'll continue right after this.